3: Block talk radio
0: if it's smooth jazz then the jazz queen and mike reynolds are talking about it on talking smooth jazz the smoothest show
1: on internet radio your hosts the jazz queen and mike reynolds
4: So Mike is at the Capital Jazz Fest today. So I's just me, all by my lonesome, along with my guest, Mr. Jay Henry. Hi, this is Terry, A.K.A. the Jazz Queen. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. It's Sunday, June seven, two thousand and fourteen. Oh, 2014, 2015, and uh, welcome to the show. Uh, If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to Talkingsmoothjazz.com, click on Jay Henry's picture, that will bring you into the show page, and the chat room is below that. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Joe from Germany is in the chat room. Hey, Joe, good to see you. I am welcome. Uh, saxophonist Jay Henry is back with his new release, Phenomenon, on the Specter Jazz label. Welcome back, Jay Henry.
1: Hey there. How are you, Queen?
4: Hey, hey, hey! I love your voice. You need to be on the radio. Well, thank
1: you, baby. <laughs> We're working on it, actually. Believe it or not, we are current. We are actually in the process of getting me on the radio. Really? Tuned, yes, really. Wow. Oh,
4: can you share, or is that still top secret?
1: Not top secret, just still, uh, details are still being worked out.
4: Oh, that's awesome. Okay, all right, cool. Well, can you at least say if it's internet or terrestrial?
1: It will be internet, but the uh, overall goal is to get me terrestrial. I did have a, uh, an opportunity uh, with the terrestrial station in my hometown of New Orleans for a uh, monthly show. Uh, the details didn't work out, and uh, we wound up getting a little better opportunity from an internet station.
5: Oh, now so see, we're, I can uh, s-
1: actually working on this.
4: Okay, I can see you like l- doing a late night show, you know, and pulling in the female audience with the late night sexy yeah. show. I- yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, that's awesome, Jay Henry. I'm, I'm definitely keeping me um, in the loop on that because I definitely want to tune in to hear you. Yeah, I think that would be good.
1: Definitely. You know, Great. tune into oh. the top 25 with yours truly, J. Henry Jazz.
4: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Say that again.
1: Say, so tune in to J. Henry's top 25 with yours truly, J. Henry
4: Jazz. Oh, J. Henry's top 25. Okay. All right. I definitely will be looking forward to that. J. Henry's <laughs> Jazz. Because mm, you definitely have the voice for it for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Good for you. Good for you. So now, Jay, um, as I was saying, he is back with a new release called Phenomenon. This is his debut release on the Spectre Jazz label. Tell us how you came to be on this label.
1: It was funny. um, I was actually, um, I'll tell you the whole story. I was going to pick my little sister up from work one Friday evening last year. And I just, uh, when I pulled up at her job, I happened to look at my uh, messages in Facebook. And uh, I received a message from a lady named Angela Davis, who was an A&R with Spectra at the time. Mm-hmm. And I read the uh, <laughs> I read the message and stated that uh, she had listened to some of my music on my page. We were not Facebook friends. She just happened to be uh, searching through Facebook and ran across my page and listened to one of my songs and uh, said that she really liked my sound and did I mind if she submitted my music to her record, the, the record company she worked for. And uh, she left her phone number and uh, she stated she was a manager of uh, Johnny Gill's brother, Randy Gill. You remember mm-hmm. Randy Gill from uh, the, the singing group 2D Extreme in the early 90s had the uh, hit song Cry No More. Okay. So... Um, of course immediately uh upon reading uh that message i gave her a phone call and we talked for a minute and she began to tell me how she liked my music and that she would be uh interested in submitting the music so uh i told her i'd definitely be interested and um let's go ahead and do it so i uh called my manager and he spoke with her and uh I think Monday morning she submitted the music. Tuesday she called me back and told me um, that we sent the music to the label. The CEO of the uh, company heard your music. He was very impressed. He said he didn't need to hear any more. We didn't need to send it to the the, um, A&R of uh, the um, jazz division, or the head of A&R, rather. Let's just get a deal done. So um, she set up a meeting between myself and Bobby Collins, who's the CEO of uh, Spectrum Music Group, and uh, my manager. And we talked from that point on, and he was very excited about what he heard. And, of course, I'm very excited because this is my childhood dream coming true to uh, finally get a record deal, you know. So it was was very surreal at the moment, and I must admit – I even cried like a baby because it was just uh, (laughs) such a huge opportunity and Mm -hmm. and just so unbelievable for me. And I told them um, I intend on having the impact on smooth jazz that Jay-Z had on hip-hop. And um, I think he really liked my uh, attitude and liked my spirit. And from that point on, you know, we um, have a phenomenon here.
4: Wow. So, now, before you got that message, before you even saw that email, had you been uh, looking for a record label?
1: We, uh, initially, uh, I had no intentions on trying to get signed. I wanted to stay uh, independent. But then, as my career progressed, I felt that I had done everything that I could do for myself. And, in order to take my career to the next level, it was necessary that we got outside help. You know, it was a uh, collaborative uh, decision between my uh, management team and myself. We thought it would serve us better to get that extra push from a label as well as to have, um, for for people to take us a little more serious. So we have been trying probably for the um, past year to uh, submit I solicit to record companies. But, of course, you know, record companies don't even take unsolicited music. So uh, it was just a huge blessing that they found me. Yeah.
4: Wow. Yeah,
1: it was a blessing.
4: Yeah, that is definitely a blessing for sure. And, you know, sometimes we think, and Mike and I talk about this um, a lot when it comes to artists, Especially indie artists, sometimes they need a label for the distribution, but uh-huh. you know maybe maybe nothing else because really you guys are doing it yourselves. You're your own managers, your own booking agents, you know that kind of thing. But you do need a label to help with the distribution. Um, so I can see the reasoning for signing with the label um, for that reason, just to help you get that get the distribution and get your music out there. Um, so that's awesome that's an awesome opportunity for you. That's really good.
1: I I must say, you know, um, I'm very happy with uh, Spectrum Music Group. They've been such a huge blessing uh, uh, to my career just in the part of wisdom uh, and the support that they've given me. Um, It's been so many different uh, things that they've done, you know, behind the scenes uh, to support me in Mm -hmm. this uh, journey. So I'm very, very uh, happy. With Spectrum Music Group, uh, like I always tell Bobby, I I tell him, you're family now, you know. (laughs) So um, just like uh, with my management team, Cedric Rice and Tony Perrin, uh, the people that helped me with marketing, uh, Keith Gilchrist, uh, Jazzman. (laughs) So, you know, it's just uh, so many people, and I'm sorry if I'm forgetting to name uh, someone right now, but, you know, it's just been so, so uh, much support that's been given to me the company and through their promotional team and and of course with my team so you know I'm, i i have no complaints
2: okay
4: now there are two different covers for a phenomenon um this recent cover with you in this really nice blue leather jacket by the way i really like that jacket is this oh, your you. oh sure you're welcome is that was that the label's idea to change the cover or was that yours
1: well It was my idea to change the cover, especially since we were going to rebrand everything with Phenomenon, and of course, uh, that was going to be the initial album cover for Phenomenon, but once I uh, got the record deal, I felt it was, uh, let's do something different, we're going to repackage it, of course, I'm going to add more songs to the album now, and uh, let's go with the fresh look something that looks even more professional, something that looks even uh better. And something uh being that this would be my first um uh project with the label, we wanted to uh definitely show my face because it's basically being reintroduced especially mm-hmm. on the level uh that's not as independent as it, as my uh first album was.
5: Mhm.
4: I think that's important. Um, if you are, if, if you are an, an artist, especially a new artist on the scene, and you're relatively unknown, then I think that your face should always be on, you know, your first two, three covers until we get to know who you are, until we know who you are. I mean, there's artists out exactly. there that have CD covers out and their face isn't even on it, but we know who they are, you know, just by the name. Um, on the cover we know who they are but for new artists coming out and fresh on the scene i think they should always have their face on the cover so they can they can their face will always be in front of us and we know who they are so that's a good point that's a very good point with that so now with the label um you said that you you were rebranding the cd you've added four new songs to it did the label label provide like producers um, someone to to help guide you in that or was that did you do that on your own the music wise well
1: luckily luckily my album was literally finished by the time i got a record deal mm-hmm. so it uh it made it a lot easier for both parties okay and that's something you know that's something i always wanted to do was to provide a finished product i never um i always wanted to um have everything done to present to them, so I could uh typically they give you a year or nay on your project, but luckily, I was able to have one hundred percent control and freedom and the uh creativity, so yeah. it was just a situation whereas they were like, "Okay, this album is is really good there's there's nothing we pretty much need to advise you on, or nothing we think you need to change. We think you have a fresh sound." It's something, uh, I'm not going to say new, but it's fresh.
5: Mm-hmm. Yes, It's
1: something yes. That, that, that we think can be very successful um, short-term and long-term. So it, it pretty much was a win-win for both parties. And I think, the, I think any company likes uh, when you can come to them uh, with something already ready. Okay,
4: yeah. And the four new songs added onto this were four songs taken off the previous version, or these just additional four
1: songs? Okay. Additional four songs.
4: Okay. Okay. Cool. Wow. So, it's been a really, really great time for you signing with this label, having a dream come true, and um, getting, you know, the CD rebranded and and redistributed and out there for for people to see and listen to. So, congratulations to you. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. All right, let's take a listen um, to one of the songs. Um, I'm going to play track, uh, the song called Share My World. Tell me about this
1: one. Share My World. That's... uh Produced by Carl Antoine, co-written by my twin brother, Creole King. Um, it's it's a. I love this particular song. Um, it reminds you of really good smooth jazz fused with really good R&D. It's a love song basically telling the girl that he wants her to share his world. You know, she takes his breath away. He can't find the words to say about her how good it feels to know that she's his girl, you know? So it's basically bringing back the vulnerability of love, Mm -hmm. bringing back the vulnerability uh, in music and just being free to really say, I love you, especially in a time when people, my age or my generation, you know, we don't really talk about love or we don't, we don't talk about romance anymore. Everything is, you know, just very vulgar or, very tasteless in the approach that we use to express ourselves in music these days and I just wanted to uh, bring back that good old school sound in the sense of uh, lyrics rather with today's sound uh, and just bring back that vulnerability to music.
4: Okay. All right. We're talking to saxophonist Jay Henry. His new CD is called Phenomenon. Um, you can find that um, on his website, jhenryjazz.com. And it's going to be released on Tuesday, June 9th, but you can pre-order it now um, on Amazon. And um, is there any anywhere else that it can be pre-ordered?
1: Um, Amazon, uh, Google Play, iTunes, CD Universe, um uh, a, a bunch of uh, different websites. Uh, also, it'll be available in uh, in your retail outlets on Tuesday. Uh, okay. So just make sure you go. You will not be disappointed with this album. I promise.
5: All right,
4: all right. This is Share My World. Share My World, that is from Jay Henry's Phenomenon CD. Who is singing on that?
1: Believe it or not, that is me singing.
4: Very nice.
1: (laughs) Thank you, thank you. This particular album, on this particular album, um, I wanted to do a little more in the uh, area of singing. My first album, my twin brother did most of the singing, and for this one, I, I said, you know, I sing as well. And I sing well enough to uh, do my own background vocals. So I just wanted to uh, get even more involved in the uh, album.
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, the last time we talked to you, you were working with Rude Boys. So, um, and I think it was the song, Let Me Be The One?
1: Yes, yes. Yes.
4: Okay, so that song is on here. Um, Will you be working with them any more in the future?
1: Absolutely. That's my brothers man. you know it, it's it's just so funny they there's some great guys. There's some really great guys, and they were uh, very, very uh good good working with me, and we had a lot of chemistry and uh, uh as a group and individually, we will be uh working together,
4: okay, yeah, it was really nice to have you guys on um the last time. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. So now, Jay, what are you going to be? I'm sure you're working on a new CD um, uh, for Spectra. What will that next CD be like?
1: Uh, it's down the line because uh, this particular one here, uh, part of the rebranding and changing some things with the uh, with the album. This one is uh, definitely going to be a uh, Spectra. It. I think this uh, particular. Uh, album Phenomenon is going to do uh, great, but I do have some stuff uh, <laughs> down the pipeline, and it's going it, to um, expand upon my personality, uh, it, because I say that Phenomenon really uh, introduces the world to my personality, and mm-hmm. um, the future projects, it's going gonna, gonna to really expand upon my personality. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I've actually uh, started working on <laughs> on some ideas, and uh, it's going to be great. Just okay. consider this. Uh, just consider this album the introduction to J. Henry Jazz.
4: Mm, okay. Now um, I'm curious because when and when you when you rebrand a CD um, because it was already you know we already knew about it before, but when you signed with Spectra and it's been rebranded and all that, is there do challenges come with that? You know,
1: are people actually, comparing it to the old one as opposed to this one? Actually, no. Um, and the reason uh, being is because you know when I released Phenomenon the first time, it really had no push. So mm-hmm. outside of my outside of my circle, not too many people knew about it, and I felt it was too good of an album to shell to be shelved, to sit yes. idle. So when I got the record deal, I figured the best bet was to do a little tweaking to it and release it again with the label's help. And the additions that were made to the album only made the album stronger.
5: Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I I really don't even call it a re-release. I really call it a release because it's really being introduced to the world now.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. I understand that. Okay. Well, I mentioned the Rude Boys, and I definitely want to play this song, um, Let Me Be the One. This is a song that Hint J did with the Rude Boys. Really nice uh, collaboration as well. Um, Tell me about this song.
1: Mm-hmm. This song, I fell in love with this song when I uh, first heard it. I met the Rude Boys uh, through Rodney Perry, comedian Rodney Perry from the Monique yes. Show. Yeah, uh, I met him at—I met them rather at his uh, publicist birthday party. They were there uh, singing "Happy Birthday," and I had my saxophone. I was supposed to play that night, and one of the guys saw me with my saxophone on my back and looked at saw me walk by and tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Is that a saxophone?" I said, "Yes," and he said. Really? I said, yes. (laughs) And he was like, uh, hey, man, take my number. We got to collaborate. He had never heard me play or anything. Uh, His name is Kenny Miles. Um, Mm -hmm. And he uh, gave me his phone number. We exchanged numbers, rather. And probably a few weeks later, he gave me a call and said, what are you doing, man? I said, I'm I'm chilling. What's up? And he was like, can you come to the studio tonight? We have a song that we've done, and we think the saxophone will sound great on it.
5: Mm. So
1: I said, cool, and uh, came down, rolled down to the studio, and he uh, let me hear the song, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so um, we got, I got in the booth after hearing it and took two takes, and we have what you hear now. And the song was so good, I was like, you know, this song will go great on my album. What do you guys have planned to do with it? And they were uh, a little uncertain. And um they uh, allowed they agreed rather to uh let me put the song on my album and the rest is history so you know I just thought it was too good of a song and and it just fit my it just fit what I was doing on this project and it, it turned out to be a great song and a great addition to the album
4: all right well let's take a listen to let me be the one with the rude boys you <laughs> I'm up Me be the one oh, yeah. with Jay Henry. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you gotta
1: see me up a bob in here bobbing my head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed.
4: Let me be the one with Jay Henry and the Rude Boys. Now, if you do not know who the Rude Boys are, they did the song um written all over your face. So that's the Rude Boys. So that's who you're hearing on this, this track. Let me be the one. Yes, indeed. That was good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, really. It, it, that was that was a a really fun song to make simply because it really brought back that good old school R 90s R&B and I think, you know, I hope uh, I I don't get in trouble for saying it this way, but to me the 90s was the last great decade of true uh mm-hmm. traditional R&B. So, you know, to be able to hear that where there were singing groups and <clears throat> People were actually singing, you know, and honing the craft of singing. It, it, it just was a, a great decade. And, of course, I'm probably uh, partial to it simply because I came up in that error of, of, uh, of music. So, But just to be able to hear it, you know, or not even just hear it, to, but to be able to take a part in creating something that's uh, reminiscent of that error, it was just phenomenal.
4: Well,
1: now, have you thought about doing an R&B CD? Uh, yes, um, and to be honest with you, my style of uh, smooth jazz is more uh, geared towards R&B. It's more R&B-ish than it is jazzy uh, in the way that I approach making uh, music because I play music, or I play the saxophone, rather, in the manner that a uh, singer would uh, sing. Versus playing the saxophone the way most uh, most of us in my community would approach playing, so mm. I pretty much play like a singer, um, and I do plan on uh, <laughs> down the uh, pipeline you alluded you asked the question uh, earlier, rather, um, what's down the pipeline for the next project. So you know you may get to hear Jay Henry do an uh, entire vocal song on the next project Oh yeah. so you never yeah, know yeah. you never know yeah. what i have in store
4: all right there you go all right i have a phone call area code 404-219 welcome to talking smooth jazz hi hi, hi. i don't want to
3: talk i just wanted to
4: listen you just okay that's no problem i'll put you back on mute no problem thank you for calling in and listening All right, I have another phone call. Um, Same area code 404 444. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? What's your name?
3: My name is Wanda, and I go by Jazzy Lady on Facebook. Everybody knows me. Matter of fact, I went to a, when I lived in Atlanta, I went to a Wednesday wind down when I first. Uh, became in contact with Jay Henry Jazz.
1: Hey, Wanda, how you doing, baby? I know exactly who you are. Uh huh. <laughs> well,
3: now, um, last year I moved. I moved to Maryland, my heart's desire. I'm a former resident of Maryland, and I moved back. But um, Mike put on Facebook the other day some of the artists that he wanted to have him bring to DMV, and I added Jay Henry Jazz because. I want more people to know of him because mm-hmm. he's an awesome player. Thank you. Yes, and I I remember um, being in the Smooth Jazz Spot group. I would always post his music and put the videos where I went to the Wednesday Wild Down, and that Wednesday Wild Down, I remember in 2013, was off the chain.
1: mm
3: we did yeah. have some fun that day, didn't we? Yes, we did. We had fun. Matter of fact, we forgot we were even in Atlanta and Centennial Olympic Park.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I just wanted to call in and speak to you, Jay Henry, because I just want you, you, I want your name to be in light like some of our other indie artists that have never heard of and you know, a lot of my friends ask me, How do you know all the saxophone players? Because mm. that's my favorite instrument.
5: Oh, okay. And, wow.
3: I, and I make it my business to know most sax players. And I love to purchase my CDs. My goal is to get all of them autographed. And I, you know, I have a great collection. And I have Jay Henry's first one, that first phenomenon. Um, as a matter of fact, I like to get the CD so I can read about, you know, who's, who, what other Mm -hmm. artist is Mm on the CD. Yes. Yes. Downloads are fine. They're okay. I have some, but most of mine are on CD because I have learned about other artists from the CD.
4: Right. Exactly. Yes.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. Wow.
4: So, Jay Henry, do you have a fan
5: club?
1: We're uh, actually in the process of building the fan club. Uh, You'll be able to access it through my website. However, you can um, keep up with me uh, through my website. Uh, There's a section that you can chat with me, and the beauty is uh, when you send me messages through my website, which is www.jhenryjazz.com, I do respond. I read each and every comment and respond to each and every comment. I love to interact with my fans, uh, be it Facebook, Twitter, uh, Periscope, Instagram—you know any uh, medium that uh, uh, that my uh, fans reach out to me, I do interact with them. Uh, There's nobody working a page for me, so they get to talk directly to me, and I just love that interaction and that personability uh, that I get to have with the fans.
4: Well. I want to nominate Wanda for the pre- as your president of, the, of your fan club.
1: <laughs> and and Wanda's, Wanda's such a sweet person. I remember her at the Wednesday Wind Down. I remember actually signing her CD. I remember mm-hmm. talking to her. She was such a sweet person. And, uh, you know, it, it, it means a lot to have those kind of fans. And yes. not just fans, but family, part of the G. Henry family. So you know, I truly appreciate you, Wanda, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait to come up to the DMV and bring the Jay Henry experience there.
3: Yes, I really, you know, like like currently they're having the um, you know, the annual Capital Jazz Fest going on, and mm-hmm. you
5: know, it's,
3: it's it's always the same people. You know, like you know, at which I do love the Boney James and you know the Kenny G's and the different ones, but I I, I want my indie artists to come out i want people to know them and talk about them as well yes like, yes because i brag on the indie artists all the time because people you know most jazz smooth jazz lovers they don't know about the indie artists they just know about the ones that they hear about all the time and i've introduced a, a lot of the indie artists names like from my cds to some of my friends that like how do you
5: know these people? Because I make it my
3: business to know
1: them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's because, right. Because I'm a smooth jazz lover. I mean, since the '70s. Wow. Yes, and, I agree with you, Miss Wonder. Sounds like, like you are very necessary to our genre and to any genre, uh, for that matter. <clears throat> Simply because, without the lack of diversity in music. It hurts the overall uh, thing we call music because, as you stated, you know, people like to hear different things. But if you can only hear a few things all the time, it'll tire you out and you'll stop listening. So I'm I'm a big proponent for diversity as it relates to music. And even as an artist, I would not want to hear myself all day. Of course, right. I'd be happy because the royalty checks will come in. But it would it, it would take the uniqueness away from mm-hmm. what I do if that's mm-hmm. the only option that you hear. So right. I'm you know I'm I'm very selfless as it relates to music because I do believe that there should be a lot of diversity in music and people should be able to hear a wide range of artists like we were able to hear in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know. Right. So it gave you a chance to mix that artist and anticipate hearing that music on the radio if you didn't have that album or that CD.
4: Right. And you know, Wanda, it's on the promoters to bring these artists in. You know, before I started this show, I used to think that an artist would come to a city on their own. They would just, you know, show up. But then as I started doing the show and learning more about this business, I learned that it's the promoters that invite yeah. these artists in. Um, they don't... They, don't just show up on their own. So it's, it's on the promoters to recognize these new and indie artists, up and coming artists, and put them on their shows, have them open for a main act. Because the ticket's are already bought, the seats are already filled, have them open for a main act. That gets them in front of people. You know, but they don't want to do that. So. Yeah, they don't want to do that. So we really have to, to uh, push the promoters to start looking at yeah. these indie artists and getting them out there
5: more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because
3: I um, my list when when Mike Reynolds asked everybody to you know give you know see to make a list of who we would like to come, my list was longer than anybody's than everybody's list. <laughs> I had, mm-hmm. I had <laughs> so many people on that list, but people were liking it. Like for instance, Jeff Sparks. I met Jeff Sparks. Um at the Atlanta Smooth Music Festival. You know, he was on the show. He was the opening act for Eric Darius and Nick Corleone. hmm you know, see, Eric yeah. Scott and um, yeah. Alex Bullion, Julian Vaughn, you know, and and I told Jeff, I said, you are awesome. I mean, and and a lot of people have never heard of Jeff Sparks or J. Henry Jazz, you know, people don't know about them. And, right. And... and, and by, by me adding their names to that list, but like I said, my list was so long, it took up most of the comment
4: section. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. Wanda, I love you. Thank you for calling in.
3: <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I just wanted to call in, but I, I enjoy your rest of the day, and it was great talking to you, Jay Henry.
1: Likewise. Thank you so much, and just continue to support, and, and hopefully this year, uh, we'll get down or get up there to DC. Oh, good, great,
3: great. I'll be looking forward to that.
1: <clears throat> Absolutely, I look forward oh, yeah. to seeing you again. Okay, <laughs> talk
3: you later. All right,
1: thank you, Wanda. Right. Have a good day.
3: Bye-bye.
1: Bye well,
4: bye. Bye, yeah. What she says is so true, and it. it really is on the promoters to look at you guys and bring you in. It really is. And not only that, promoters go to other jazz festivals, they go to see you know, who's going to be performing and whether or not they're going to want to book them on their events too. So
5: yeah,
4: it's, yeah, it it really is on the promoters to invite you guys out and get you out there. So I agree with that. Cool. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we can get you to the DC area, um, sometime. We're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it. that will be great. Okay. I'm going to play one more song before I let you go. And it's going to be, I want to dance. Tell me about this one.
1: I want to dance, um, I actually produced this track, a uh, young lady named, by the name of Disha Reese is singing on it, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a young man by the name of Mike Moe, up-and-coming uh, hip-hop artist, is actually rapping on it.
0: I always try to um,
1: be kind of a, um, oh, let me rephrase that, I always try to push the envelope, when I'm recording music because I don't want it to sound the same as everything else that's out there. So I Mm -hmm. tend to try to fuse a lot of different uh, music uh, influences into my music, uh, be it hip-hop or uh, redoing a classical uh, song, uh, things like that. So with this particular song, I wanted to fuse hip-hop with my sound as well as just um, a different type of beat for a smooth jazz song. Okay. Something that want that makes people want to dance, you know, and I think that's one thing we don't have in smooth jazz a lot or it doesn't get uh, pushed enough is stuff that will make you want to get up and dance because the overall perception of smooth jazz when you talk to a lot of people is that smooth jazz is elevator music mm-hmm. and it couldn't be further from the truth, from the truth. you know. It is music that you can get up and dance to. You can take Mr. Magic, for example, by Global Washington you put that song on and everybody's breaking out the electric slide. <laughs> so uh or um the uh, collaboration Kenny G did with um uh, uh I think it was Outkast and & Fire. I like the way you move. Okay. So there are uh there are dance songs, uh, uh smooth jazz songs rather that can be used as dance songs and that's something I wanted to uh do a lot on this album too is give people something that they could dance to. And that's how we came up with this particular song, I Want to Dance.
4: All right, here we go. That was I Want to Dance from Jay Henry's new CD, Phenomenon. You can find that on his website, jhenryjazz.com, on Amazon, iTunes, and pretty soon in a record store, which we don't have very many of these days. So to have your music in a record store is a big deal.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, it is. You have no idea, Um, especially this day and age, um, because basically it's no longer you have your Sony music or your warehouse music you know, we used to look forward to when those new albums dropped on, those t- on Tuesdays to be able to go to that record store and buy those CDs or how we stumbled upon great CDs by just hanging out in there and, you know, they had the sections where you could listen uh, sample the songs and you could listen to those um, albums similar to how you can do on iTunes and Amazon now to where you can sample the albums. And we just got to find good music because there were literally thousands of CDs that were there. But you know now there's only Walmart, Target. um, There's a few FYE's. Is it FYI or FYE? There's a few (laughs) of those stores uh, in the malls now, and of course Barnes and Nobles and Borders and whatnot. You know, but there's so many, uh, uh, so few rather uh, outlets now to go and get your music from. So, you know, just to be able to have music in those stores now, it, it's it's an accomplishment.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. FYE, so F- 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 we didn't we
4: didn't have that here in Vegas. We did have um, you know, the records there was little record um areas in Target and in Best Buy. And uh we did have a, a the name escapes me right now, a really big record store here that had a the separate, they had their own separate jazz department section and it was huge Wow. and it closed um doggone i can't think of the name of that that record store right now but it closed it was really really nice and i was really i was really sad when that closed and then you know best buy i mean they have such a small section yeah. of jazz now if they even have a jazz section anymore now yeah so, yeah, that's 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 too bad. But I'm glad that, you know, this label is helping you get, Spectral Jazz is helping you get your music out there, get you in stores and online as well so that people can find you um, because that's what's needed. That's definitely what's needed.
1: Exactly. Sure. You know, and, and every, every bit of uh, support that you get, be it from a record label, be it from fans, because it's a, it definitely takes a collaborative effort to, uh, to do this. Uh, it takes the record company, it takes the fans, uh, fan support, it takes radio, and it also takes uh, hard work uh, or sweat equity, as my dad would call it, uh, from the artists as well. You know, We uh, have a responsibility to give you something to want to support, to give the record company something uh, of quality that they want to push and to give radio something that they want to uh, play. So, it you know, it, 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 it's a collaborative effort, as I stated, and it, it, it takes all of the support. And, of course, the artist has to provide something worth working, worth pushing, and worth listening to. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
4: <laughs> now, um, there was a song that you wanted me to play, and um, I do not have it, um, the 4Play song yeah um yeah no unfortunately I do not have that one and we have about eight minutes left so I'm not sure if I'll be able to get it in time and upload it to play okay. it um so what I'm gonna do is play addicted to your love and go ahead and close out on that and um, okay. if you would send me that song though and I will um I'll add it to my rotation list
1: for sure okay
4: yeah, I'll definitely do that. And get that out for you so definitely send me that to talking jazz at com, please okay All right okay and uh so tell me about addicted to your love
1: addicted to your love is a song i originally produced and had it um redone uh it's a song my brother and i came up with uh probably in 2007 i believe it was just a track I did, and we were having fun with it. It was going to be a vocal song, but I just loved the song so much, and I thought it would be a great addition to Phenomenon. The song is reminiscent to me of, it makes me think of skating. Um, mm-hmm. Look at a lot of the older uh, movies and whatnot with the skating, almost that electronic sound, um, you think of songs like my boo or whatnot, or just think uh, songs in that vein. Uh, and it just, it it just reminds me of skating that I don't know why it does. And maybe when you listen to it and maybe when everyone else listens to it, they'll understand what I mean. When I say, it just reminds me of skating. (laughs) I, 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 I uh, when I was a kid and, I'm not a great skater at all, <laughs> um, me but I remember seeing those people that could literally skate and dance, uh, watching Roll Bounce and movies like that, and seeing where those people were just real um, light on their feet on the, uh, mm-hmm. the skate rink. And it just made me um, think of that when I uh, did this music. So that's where the influence came, and if I ever do a music video for that uh, particular song, it'll probably be in a skating rink with people that skate really well and I I envy them so much because I wish I could skate like that.
4: Me too. Me too, Jay. I get on a pair of skates and I have to hug the wall because I I will fall
5: <laughs> in a hot minute. I
4: never learned how to skate. Never learned how to skate. But I'm like you. I I'm jealous of those people that can do it do that. Okay, where are you performing next?
1: Next I will be in New Orleans on the twentieth, uh in my old neighborhood. <clears throat> Doing a uh, stop the violence rally, uh, okay. then I will be in Columbia, South Carolina on the 27th at the Regency Recep- uh, Regency uh, Regency Plaza. I'm sorry, and in July I will be in Houston, Texas at the Red Cat Jazz Cafe, and July 19th I hope to see you in San Diego at humphreys by the Bay. That's gonna be nice. <laughs> yes, yes I was down there the in March, and my God, we had a great time. We had such a great time, and I had an opportunity to meet a lot of uh, great people, Geno Cole, uh, mm-hmm. Mikey Cohen, um, and uh, Jack Cohen, uh, just so many people. And the show was so phenomenal, they asked me to come back. I'll actually be back to uh, Humphreys two more times this year. And if you've never been to Humphreys, please make sure you go on a Sunday night, not just with my show, but with a lot of the great people, uh, well known as well as up and coming smooth jazz artist it's a great place very intimate uh very sexy room <laughs> sexy setting and i just think you will enjoy it but make sure july 19th those of you on the west coast come to Humphreys, 'cause because the jay henry experience is coming back and it's going to definitely be phenomenal all right
4: all right well it's been a pleasure speaking to you again jay thank you
1: as always as always terry on um enjoy talking to you and i'm so thankful for the platform that you've given us indie artists um and i just see nothing but great things for you and i see your platform growing and it being a uh, and even even bigger support system for us indie artists as well as the uh well-known artists and i'm just so thankful for that and i uh, hope that you succeed well with this show thank you it's always Thank been a blessing you. to me. I think this is my third or fourth time being with you, so mm-hmm. I always appreciate you giving me the opportunity to speak with you.
4: Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure as well. My pleasure as well. Thank you again, and you have a great day.
1: <laughs> you as well. And remember, get ready for the J. Henry experience.
4: There you go. All right, Jay Henry, his new CD is called Phenomenon. You can find it on his website, jhenryjazz.com and uh, iTunes. Uh, Amazon wherever you can uh, Music is sold and if if it happens To be in a record store in your area definitely Pick it up and uh, follow him on Facebook as well thanks to Joe from Germany for hanging out with us in the Chat room thank you so much thanks to Wanda for Calling in thank you Wanda and for the Caller that is holding that just wanted to listen Thank you as well you've been Listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with me your Host the Jazz Queen I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time This is Addicted to
0: Your Love